0: Such a good show. Miss it. I miss Silla. Oh my god. When did she die? Too soon. <laughs>
1: oh, no, are chuck. Oh god, I love Silla. Silla's a good voice, you know, as well. She's a singer.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. What was her song?
1: surprise surprise when the unexpected hits you right between the eyes oh, that's
0: not what I'm thinking of but yeah I is a good singer she sang that
1: she um funny. she sang something's got a hold of your heart which I think is a beautiful song um and her version is just phenomenal
0: <laughs> you do love Scylla
1: I do <laughs> love Scylla I'm not afraid to admit that <laughs> I love Scylla
0: it was a great show should just start
1: yeah
0: hello everyone it's a monday hello ashley hey matt welcome to our honest to pod segment called movies with matt <laughs> So if you listen to the previous episodes um, We're going to release a segment every Monday And it's just going to be in a rotation And this is the first one And so you'll hear from us now And then in, well Four weeks from now um, We'll movie. be another movies with Matt mm-hmm. um, So just before Christmas um, Or just around the Christmas period On my own personal Instagram, I asked people about what films I should watch um, Out of interest, and I got some good responses back actually um, And so I posted them to see what people thought, and this one, the one that I chose, got the most positive responses from people saying, oh, such a great film, such a wonderful film. Um, and so the way that we want this to work, or I want this to work, or we, is that um, if you can and you listen to this, recommend some films, awful films, great films, heartfelt ones, hopefully not too long, because like Avatar is like three and a half hours long or some shit, and, uh, or like Lord of the Rings, but if it gets to a point where we need to vote we can do that and if I have to watch it I'll watch it
1: Uh, I think you should watch *Lord of the Rings anyway if you're now breaking the seal of movies you need to watch the greatest movie trilogy ever made
0: I did it wrong last time I was on a deep hangover and tried to watch them back to back and obviously was asleep through most of it
1: but maybe maybe the company didn't help
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was the Hangover and long films. <laughs> I don't, I, that,
1: that wasn't shit. That is definitely something I'd say to that guy's face because I would be like, "Well, you don't. You talk
0: like this. You, 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 yeah." So yeah, it, <laughs> I think it needs to be like the right setting, maybe the right people or persons if I need them. Some some of them I might need motivation. So the first film that uh, I watched was Stardust. Brilliant film. Brilliant film. When did you first watch it?
1: I watched it in the cinema. It's
0: two thousand and seven. That was a while ago. Were you yeah. working in the cinema then? Was it
1: two seven? Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't working the cinema. Yeah I would have been working in the cinema. Yeah. I was working in the cinema. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so I'd I'd seen it but never really heard about it too much. But apparently it was a big film when it came out.
1: Um
0: Um it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in it, Robert De Niro, Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. My only experience of Claire Danes was Homeland, mm-hmm. and I thought I'd only watched a few episodes of Homeland, which I thought was a terrible show. She was so, so, so mean mugged the whole time. I was like, oh, what is this horrible show? So I was a bit worried that she was going to be in this like fairy tale film. Uh, sorry, I should say. So Stardust is basically like a fairy tale film, and it's based on a book by Neil Gaiman. Diamond, Gaiman. yeah, and it's about the story of this young kid who travels to a fairy tale land, a magical land, to collect a fallen star for the person that he loves. All right, um, so it's a love story with some magic and fairy tales, right? Um, and it's really well made. I thought even for two thousand and seven, um, I thought the the special effects were really, really good. Mm. Do you remember at the time if it was supposed to be like? known for having good effects they weren't crazy crazy no there,
1: there's there's not a lot of effects in it like the odd flash of light here or there you know it's not there's not much like you're it's not cgi it's just mm. special effects and i don't i don't think i don't remember at the time it being i remember it being popular but i don't remember it being a massive film like i don't oh, think, okay i don't think it was like one of those ones that you deem a blockbuster um oh really so when the number of people so. went on. The number
0: of people who responded. I was like, "Shit, this must have been a big film." Everyone was like, "Such a good film! Such a good film! Such a good film!"
1: I think it was definitely was. I think it's one of those ones that probably didn't do well due to bad marketing. Oh, okay. um, and I'm not saying it did badly. I think it did still it did very well, but it could have done a lot better with a lot more marketing. Plus, it sort of it was sort of advertised, if I remember right, as like an ensemble cast, and at the time there was like. Shitloads of ensemble casts that was just uh, feeling. So, um, it does. It was Sienna Miller, yep. Henry Cavill, the main, um, the
0: main person I didn't know who he was Charlie, Charlie Cox. Yeah,
1: it's one of his first films. He's bigger now because he did, um, he's in the Marvel uh, cinematic. Daredevil. He's Daredevil, yeah, and his Daredevil's really good actually. I have to say, I do like that, but yeah, that's what I know him from. Like, I think his. I know him from that. And I think he's in other things as well, obviously, but
0: yeah. So the way that I want to rank these films <clears throat> that I watch, and then decided as I was watching this one, because so I was like, you know what? We need to put it into context of now. Because you can either talk about like films and things and the context they were in, yeah. and just uh, in general, which is true, and it's a big conversation. Um, you can talk about the context that's in its now. So I'm going to talk about the context that it is in now. All right, so we're going to do two things. One is just pure enjoyment. Was it entertaining? Did I like the film? Okay. And the other one is going to be what I'm going to call, just for alliteration purposes, the inclusive index. Although it's got nothing to do with inclusivity, it's definitely got to do with diversity. And just how woke this film is. So one thing I did do with this one is I counted the number of black people in the film, for example. Um, Do you know how many black people were in this film?
1: I mean, I've not counted it, but I'm going to guess probably rounding up two. One. I round up from one.
0: Yeah. Well, there was one black person and he was in, I don't you remember. So Robert De Niro has his pirates in the sky and he's the henchmen or whatever you want to call them. And he's one mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Very minor one black character. Person. 13 years. Very minor. No words, just cheering with everyone else. Um. And it's mad like 13 years ago from now, I guess, or 14 years ago, that that was the case one in a star-studded. And mm. just in general, like the, the way that people are portrayed are the beautiful ladies and long blonde hair, very white, very thin. The, um, the witches are portrayed a certain way, but I guess when they're beautiful as well, they're aiming to get youth. So Michelle Pfeiffer is beautiful blonde hair. Uh, one of the other witches, she's very, she's older, very fat, very evil looking. So it's very stereotypical sort of fairy tale. Mm. that to me brings it down on the wokeness scale I will say that on the inclusive index mm. do you remember Robert De Niro's character in the film
1: yeah yeah I I watched this actually not that long ago I watched it probably three weeks ago four weeks ago
0: oh, okay Yeah. just by chance
1: yeah literally we were sitting at home and we are all like we're watching we're in the run up to Christmas so I can remember the house being decorated for Christmas and we're like let's just watch a feel good film we watched
0: that his character is bad it is troublesome it is bad okay so i can't believe and i was the time between like okay is it good is it bad he is a closeted gay man in this film or what he perceives yeah. as closeted right and so when he's in front of all these boys why he lad... well, they don't explicitly say what they do say is is at the end when his henchmen kind of find out and he's worried about his reputation because he talks about he doesn't want his reputation to fall as a hard pirate even though he's like but one of the henchmen goes we always knew you're a whoopsie in the film we always knew you're a whoopsie and the other person was like that yeah and he's like uh-huh and then all of them go like Cheer him, we don't care who you are we know who you are we accept you you are still our captain which is a good thing right they accept it. Yeah. But the person they portray is this closeted man who, when he's in behind closed doors, he's got this secret closet full of feathers, full of makeup, full of flouncy clothes for everybody to wear. I thought that was really, really bad.
1: I mean, I remember watching it at the time and maybe it's coming from a similar place. And I remember people going crazy in the cinema. being like, oh my God, that's so funny. And I'm like, is it though? Because it seems cheap.
0: Seeing it now, it seemed very cheap. Maybe yeah. back then, I probably would have laughed, it, to be fair.
1: No, I didn't laugh. I thought it was cheap.
0: Um, I, And there's always going to be this conversation, and maybe it'll come up in some of the films about, and we've spoken about it, about, you know, gay people playing gay people if they're meant to be. You know, I think his, his camp gay character, when he's, you know, behind closed doors, felt very inauthentic. Mm. Very, very poor. Um... But then, would you get a gay person who needs to act straight in front of the men? You know know what I mean? That was a bit unsure about, like, okay, because you need someone who looks like they could be in front of the boys and portray a stereotypical mask cisgender male, and then behind closed doors be what they presented, which was a cross-dressing, fearful, Mm -hmm. hiding queen who's a, you know,
1: so I didn't mind too much the I thought he, what the bit uh, when he was there's a bit in the film where he's chatting to Claire Danes and Charlie Cox's characters, and he's like cutting their hair and doing them up, and I thought that was very I thought that was quite good I thought he was very like he seemed very gossipy he's like and I said this and blah 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 I thought that was all right but there was times I can see what you mean there was times where I think there was a bit when he was he's dancing and I'm like this is just I feel awkward watching this. Yeah. I don't believe it. I don't believe it.
0: He says like goodbye to them when they get off the boat and he's like toodaloo, or something and then his clearly I think like his second in command knows and it's like Uh-huh-huh. and then he's like "oh" uh-huh. I just a bit like uh slapstick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't I didn't like that part to be fair. I think that's really really poorly done. The film overall I thought was really really good i really enjoyed it it's a good film it's a good length two hours it moves quite fast which i appreciate yeah. i don't know if everyone will but personally that works for me i want it to just keep the momentum and i don't feel at any point did the film drop Mm-mm. like it just it goes and then there's something interesting something new something about the characters and it is actually really funny mm-hmm. i think it's really well performed i think the I thought the writing was good, like it was funny.
1: Yeah, it was good.
0: Someone said they thought thought, that play was too mean or too, like, serious. Sorry, it's probably the words.
1: I can see why, but then she's a star.
0: Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer is outstanding.
1: Michelle Pfeiffer is brilliant. Yeah. She's really good. I think she's probably the best character in it. But I think she's. Everyone gets
0: spit parts, there's no one really really in it apart from her right
1: yeah well i guess and then the two obviously the clarideans and charlie cox
0: but i thought they were pretty vanilla like i thought they were pretty
1: oh yeah they didn't stand out in any way
0: yeah that's what i mean They, they were in it the whole time they were very very one note very much the same
1: um some of the the villains were quite good um the princes the male villains yeah you cap- rupert everett rupert everett was in it yeah he has a cameo david, William, david williams is in it he has a wee cameo um i can't remember the name of the guy who's the main bad guy in it yeah yeah it mark, mark know, strong is it i think his name is it? mark strong yeah he's good he was good
0: yeah. i like the bit there's a bit where they have a big fight scene at the end with the voodoo dog yeah that was good yeah um overall though so if we're going to rank this film mm-hmm. And I've talked about this for a lot, because I was like, I'm glad that they made Robert De Niro accepted by his group. But I just think the portrayal of this person is very, very bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, One black person. And everyone's very, like, stereotypical, I guess, in what you'd expect from a fairy tale. So, in terms of this inclusive index, everything's going to be ranked out of five. I'm going to give it a 1 out of 5. I was thinking about 2 because of the Robert De Niro thing. Coming like, being accepted. But it's just not. It's either 0 or 1 really when you think about it. Out of enjoyment. I would definitely give it a 4 out of 5. Because. I'd watch the film again. It's easy to watch. I'd watch it with anyone. Enjoyment film. factor. This is not about depth or anything like that. Just will i watch it again did i enjoy it yeah absolutely so then everything's gonna be an overall ranking and it's literally just by division so that means that the overall ranking is two and a half out of five
1: (laughs) (laughs) wow okay well i mean i think there's a good life lesson to be taken from that film as well um and there's a scene in it where essentially the story is set up and hopefully this is not spoilers but again if the film's been out since 2007 um but essentially the character is in love with somebody else and promises her to win her heart in marriage to win her hand in marriage she will go and collect the fallen star and bring it to her as a gift. And so he goes, finds the star, takes it back, and then Claire Danes' character, who happens I guess, to be the star. Um, that happens at the start of the film so it's not really a spoiler she questions well what is what is she doing for you and it's like exactly exactly I think it's a good lesson for people and maybe not pointing any fingers (laughs) but I I was there and I was like (laughs) So somebody who's maybe a co-host of this podcast perhaps um with all the chasing and all the fulfilling that you're doing what is that person doing in return i mean don't read too much like into it. that
0: five out of five <laughs> it's my life, <laughs> it's my life. <laughs> um be, yeah but yeah, yeah no, also, i thought it was a really good film. Give life lesson yeah excellent well, that's it. It's our yeah. first film of the year it gets two and a half hours. God, it's going to be hard to get without... without well, I, I do think
1: to... I do think if you're judging films from 2007 by a 2020 hat, it's going to be very hard to get anything above three. <laughs> you can get the best film and still be like, well, I mean, it didn't do this and didn't do that. So there it's, you know. And, you know, rightly so. They... Films should be, films should be, films in general should be more positive and progressive and I think it takes opportunities looking back at simple things, films that we love like Stardust, which is a great film, it's enjoyable and saying, you know, it's a great film, we're not saying it's not a good film we're just saying be a bit
0: more in the context of now yeah i think that's why the enjoyment factor is important it is enjoyable film four out of five i'd watch it again yeah um but just overall if i were to maybe a way of putting it is if i wanted to share this with a young person or a child yeah i might use this as an enjoyment film and then counteract that with something that might be a bit more representative for The current one that we're in. Not not have the film, Mm. just to keep in mind that say if I had five of the same film that had the same level of wokeness, Mm. that it might not give a a representation.
1: The way I'm looking at it is if it was to be remade, what would you change about it? Great question. Yeah. Are you asking that question now? Well, no, that's what I'm saying is the way I'd look at it. I mean, I think the answer would be you'd definitely 100% make it more diverse. And you'd probably handle Robert Neer's character with a bit more delicacy than what it's handled with.
0: Yeah, because I don't know if I fundamentally have a problem. I like the contrast. It's just how that contrast might be because you do want to show mm. there are there are gay people that are flouncy and stuff like that and whatever in certain ways. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. If well, there he... were other things around the film that were a bit more uh, representative, maybe I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that. It was just the full the full force of like slapstick comedy. Yeah, like, they were going for it.
1: Mm-hmm. But again, it was. To appeal to an audience where they look at Robert De Niro for all his typical roles that he would do and put him into a scenario where they've not seen him and the people are then, oh my God, Robert De Niro's wearing a dress. That's shocking.
0: Well, the only last thing I'll say then is, is I watched Disclosure on Netflix. Have you seen that? Have I seen that? It's a documentary.
1: No, I've not seen it.
0: Um, and it's about trans people in general and especially in films in the media and i'll post it because i posted it once before but it's about the idea that when you get sh- straight cisgender sh- men playing these transgender roles most people accept it because they can go back to their normal lives
1: yeah
0: and you'll see them outside in what they see as acceptable but you don't get transgender people paying this because they will be the same outside and they'll still be as glamorous or as beautiful going through the same experiences and that's not palatable and therefore damaging to their perception so i must remember just to just do it because i think i did i don't know if i did it on mine or the, the honest pod one but i'll just do it again because i to me it was it was really important um but disclosure is good exit <laughs> that was the time and race so the races. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about
1: that Excellent. um some time well, cool.
0: well. we'll definitely end it there
1: yeah matt thank you for watching that film um listeners. Hard i can imagine listeners make sure you get some films in because matt's like well one of the things i think i don't know if will say the film but i know there's a film that we've mentioned before that you wanted to watch okay um but yeah make sure you get some other ideas in
0: <laughs> excellent yeah and it could be i want it to be a wide range of films right i yeah. do i want some really good films some really deep ones i would love some horrible just no horrors i'm not doing it i'm not i'm not doing it it's a simple fact there's nothing else to say. I'm not watching any horror films. Why? I'm not doing it. Oh, God.
1: <sighs>
0: have a lovely week, actually, again, the rest of the week, now that it's Monday. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, I would have seen you already on the Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I would have
1: seen you, yeah. Cool. Guys, thank no. you so much. Um, check out again on Thursday with a new episode.
0: Perfect. Bye.
1: Bye-bye.